Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Well, let's start by saying Happy New Year to everybody. 2024 is here. It's hard to kind of get into New Year's today, tonight for me as we record this podcast. The Bills just played a football game and it's like, wait a minute, Matt and I, we're talking at 844 here as we get on this to to record this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's New Year's, but Happy New Year, Matt. Happy New Year to you and our producer, Mike Robbie, and everybody who's listening, obviously. Yeah. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope that 2024 treats all of you well. I hope that you can enjoy this year with those you love, those you care about, and just hope you have health and happiness. I think that's all we can ask for. Apologize in advance. If you hear, I said the same thing to Mike when we got on the call here. If you hear any swearing or cursing coming from me during this podcast, Uh it is because I am in my fantasy football championship and I am playing against Justin Jefferson. And if Justin Jefferson has an okay game or a bad game, I will win. If he has a good game, I will lose. So I am doing this podcast and have the TV on in the background and just really hoping that he does not ruin my night. Well, I am in our fantasy media, media fantasy championship Mm -hmm. that you're in. I'm playing John Scott and he's crushing me. And that's because he had CD lamb. Basically that's why he's going to win by so much, but yeah, he's still going to be more than that, but yeah, he's actually still going to lose to John Warrow on the crossover too. His his team has been just absolutely ridiculous. So yeah. So kudos to everybody in their fantasy championships, anybody who's won a league or, you know, anybody who's won a little bit of coin. So Jordan Love just threw a dot 10, nothing. This, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do today is Matt's going to give us some play by play as we go on from the uh, Sunday night game yeah. here today. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Bills game against the Patriots, of course. But, you know, really our, our focus is going to be more on big picture and what's going on in week 18 and beyond because I think that's what people are concerned, concerned about. And as we sit here right now, we do not know when the Bills are playing week 18. That hasn't been decided. It could happen while we're talking to each other, halftime mm-hmm. of Sunday night football. It could happen at the end of Sunday night football. We don't know. If we get it, we'll do it. But by the time you listen to this, you're going to know. Just know that we aren't sure yet as we Mm -hmm. talk and record this podcast. What we do know, though, is what it will take for the Bills to get into the playoffs or be left out of the playoffs and what the stakes are for that game next week against the Miami Dolphins. Do you want to start with just how this game unfolded and then get to what Week 18 means? We can do it that way if you want. Yeah, for sure. So I think that for the Patriots game specifically, it was one of the sloppiest halves of football from an offensive standpoint that they have had in the entire Josh Allen era. That's not just this season. That's not just with Joe Brady. It's in the last five years. They looked so lost in the first half. They had four forced turnovers, and they were only up six points 
at the half because they were settling for field goals. They got one touchdown on a Josh Allen quarterback sneak, but besides that, it was forced field goals, and it just looked like they were so out of sync. I don't think Josh completed a pass until like his seventh or eighth attempt attempt of the first half. He finished the first half with 46 yards. Mm -hmm. They just looked so not in rhythm, no chemistry. It didn't look like there were any easy throws. And it also wasn't a great game from Josh. It's been a couple games where it hasn't been a great game from Josh. I think that people are always quick to defend him because he is one of the best players in the NFL. But we also can stand here and say that he did not play a very good game. He made some good plays in the second half, but didn't have an overall good game. If that's the game they bring to Miami, I am very concerned about their chances of going to the playoffs. But as we have said on this podcast, I've said on Channel 7, they are good enough to win any game they play and inconsistent enough to win or lose any game that they play. So it's all about which Bills show up. Is it going to be the sloppy Bills we saw in the first half against the Patriots? Or is it going to be the team we saw dismantle the Cowboys or the team that you know went on the road and beat Kansas City? Like Which team is it going to be? Agreed. And as far as the Josh point, 100% on board with you. Last week, I thought he was off against the Chargers. Uh This week, I thought he was off, but I just think the offense more so was off this week. Last week, I thought that there were opportunities and he didn't cash in. He missed some throws. Um, Uh This week, there were three drop passes. Latavius Murray had one. Uh, I think there was four. uh, Yeah, there you go. James Cook. I almost said Dalvin. James Cook had one. But there were were drop passes in this game. Um, Trent Sherfield. So, but there wasn't great protection in this game. I think they protected him a little bit better last week, although that wasn't great. So I think that to me, it was more of a all encompassing issue with the offense this week against a well-coached defense that was missing starters and you should have been better against. Um, But last week, I thought that it was a more poor game from Josh specifically. That said, boy, Matt, this did not put this team away. You got to put a team away like the New England Patriots. And again, like last time they played. They left them hanging around, and it almost cost them towards the end of the game. Patriots pull within six, and this is the MO of this team this year, and that's what's scary. They let these poor teams hang around, like the Jets wind up beating them, like the Broncos wind up beating them, like the Giants who almost do, the Buccaneers who almost do, the Chargers who almost do, um, and then here are the Bengals who did earlier in this year, and the Bengals again. That cannot keep happening. That's not a good recipe for this Buffalo Bills team. That's what they did here, but the good news was they made enough plays, especially on defense, which we can talk about, to get by, and then the offense made a few plays here or there to kind of put the game away at the end as they needed to. Yeah, the overarching thing here, and this is really tricky because they have not even clinched a playoff spot yet. There's a very good chance that it's right. win or you know go home yeah. against Miami. We'll talk more about that later. I do think that their identity, though, has kind of been play up to your opponents and play down to your opponents, and Miami, they are not going to play down to. Miami's a good team even though a lot of people here don't think they are. And then in the playoffs, obviously everybody's a good team. If they win against Miami, there is a chance they are hosting multiple playoff games, Mm -hmm. not going on the road until potentially the AFC championship, which, you know, every Bills fan would sign up for right now. If you knew that's how these next few weeks are going to play out. It is concerning that they let these teams and they let inferior opponents hang around with them. I just think that, the margin for this team, the margins are not as great and big as they used to be. They used to kill teams. They used to blow them out. 
they don't really do that anymore, but I don't think that that's a surprise because I just don't think they're as good of a team as they once were. But I also would tell you, I think that the same thing can be said for most of the AFC, except for Baltimore right now. They're playing su- at such a high level in all three phases, but it is a razor-thin margin for all of these teams. Look at everything that's going on. Look at Absolutely. Kansas City, right? I mean, look uh-huh. at Kansas City. The Bengals just missed the playoffs. I know, Joe Burrow, right? I mean, of course, that's a big deal with that, but look at all the teams fighting for the last playoff spot. So I think that's what you're seeing around the league. It's parity. Well, we got spoiled a little bit for a few years there with this offense and the way that they could just blow teams yeah. out of the water. But there is a point to be made of. This team has to be able to play better in these games against teams where they should put them away early. They let them hang around, and that's a recipe that's playing with fire, and they almost wind up getting burnt in this one. Um, as far as the offense is concerned, you couldn't get much going in the running game in this one. The running game has been there. seems like teams have kind of figured out that tackle trap play they like to run with James mm-hmm. Cook. Ha- so has... Is, do you think that what's happened here is maybe there's enough film now on a Joe Brady offense that teams are starting to catch up to it a little bit? I think so. I think that's a little bit of it. I also think that it's situational. The team that they went against yeah. today has a very strong run defense. So yeah. for the Bills, I don't think they were trying to establish it too much because they went into this game, I'm assuming, with a game plan of where their week is in the secondary. And if we attack them there and if our line holds up, we should have some opportunities to stretch the field and to hit on some big plays. And some of those were there. They were not there early in the game, but they were there later in the game. And that was the bit of poor execution that we're talking about from Josh Allen. So I think it's a little bit of people starting to understand Joe Brady. I think that he has just kind of like today when it gets Belichick, right? And Mm -hmm. it looks like in the first half they were being it ridiculously outcoached. And then in the second half, they made some adjustments and they finally started to move the ball. But I don't know if it's too much of people figuring them out. I think it's more poor execution than it is other people knowing what they're going to do. Well, the Bills now have to go on the road to Miami. And one thing they can lean on, I think at least, is a really, really good defense, which showed up again against the New England Patriots. 